Hey, what's going on everyone? This is Nubia and welcome to Newbie Chronicles. I'm like crazy excited because this is somewhat of my own podcast in a way. I decided to do Newbie Chronicles in audio, video, and in print. So that way you can read it and you know when you're ready or you can listen to it on your way out or on the way to the office and you can also watch it at some point you know on my new youtube channel so welcome let me tell you guys i have been now living in mexico city for about a month and i get so many questions about the posts that i do on my facebook regarding my travels in and around the city So I decided to do a podcast on my first impressions of Mexico City. And I must tell you guys, Mexico City has definitely lived well beyond the expectation that I ever had. And to be honest with you, I didn't have much expectation of Mexico City because I didn't know much about the place. Let me start by saying Mexico City is a gorgeous, gorgeous city. It is full of everything. It's a wonderful place for someone who would like to potentially live outside of the States, but don't really feel comfortable going too far from friends and family. Mexico is it. I will tell you this, and I'm just going to give you a little tip. They give you up to 180 days on your visa as a U.S. passport holder. Hello, can't beat that. So back to what I was gonna say. (laughs) Mexico is a great place for anyone that wants to stay close to the States. And to let you know, there are so many familiar things here, such as Walmart, Chili's, Fridays, Old Navy, Forever 21, Sears, um, Cheesecake Factory, P.F. Chang's. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. The malls in Mexico City are enormous and they have any and everything you would possibly want. And if you don't find it in a department store, best believe you'll find it at one of the local Mercados or markets because Mexico has it all, okay? With that said, let's talk about some of the neighborhoods. Oh my gosh. Before I got here, many people was like, be careful, you go to Mexico. And it's unfortunate because the only things that we really relate Mexico to is the immigration issues and potentially like narco, you know, we watch things on Netflix with like the Mexican cartel and all of this stuff. Nobody shows you the absolute beauty of Mexico. And Mexico as a whole is a huge country. It's majorly big, okay? With that said, Mexico City is the capital and it doesn't get much play in America at all. But I can tell you it's a hidden jewel, all right? The weather is pretty decent every day. It's like a cool 75, 70. And I am here during rainy season, so every day guaranteed at some point during the evening, it will rain. But that's okay. It doesn't stop anyone's flow here at all. I will tell you this. In the mornings, it's about 50 55, pretty chilly. And by the afternoons, it's 70, 75. By the evening, it's about 60, 65. So it's definitely a city that you layer up in. I walk the streets and I see someone in a turtleneck. I look to my right, I'll see someone in a (laughs) t-shirt. I turn around and another person has on a sweater. You never know. It's just a, a eclectic way of dressing here and just layering up for the temperatures. So 
With that said, Mexico City is high altitude. So if you suffer from things like allergies, um, any kind of autoimmune diseases or anything, it might not be the best place to be. It's very close to like Colorado when it comes down to the air quality. It's very thin. It's not as bad. When I went to Colorado, I felt it worse. But Mexico, I did get cold and then that cold turned into an, a slight infection because my ears were popping and all of the other kind of nonsense. But other than that, medicated myself, drank some tea and I'm up and running. Just be mindful of your own health and how your health relates to certain areas that you go to. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. Now, the parks in Mexico City and the areas are... I mean, I've never seen anything like it in the sense of a place that I knew nothing about and then I walk into this wonderland. There are places here, specifically Condesa and Roma and Polanco. Polanco is the uppity kind of what they would call rich area, including Santa Fe is another uppity rich area. But that Santa Fe I heard is more corporate. It's where a lot of businesses are located and Polanco is just where a lot of rich people live. Well, there you go. Anywho, there are wonderful museums and some great parks. When I tell you the parks are absolutely amazing, they are amazing. They're beautifully kept, manicured, and they have so much going on within the parks themselves. One park in particular, Chapultepec. Chapultepec is apparently either twice the size of Central Park or about the size of Central Park. I'll make sure to get those little tidbits for you um, when it comes down to the written version of this podcast. Chapultepec Park has a castle. It has a zoo. It has multiple museums. It has pretty much any and everything that you would want in a park. It's absolutely gorgeous. Okay, gorgeous. And in Polanco, they have Lincoln Park. On the weekends, this park is bustling. And there's even statues of Martin Luther King Jr. And there is a statue of Abraham Lincoln. That's how much respect I would say Mexico has for Americans and American culture. That they actually have statues of American figures in their parks. And the park is named after Abraham Lincoln. There are so many parks I don't even... I can't even name, but those two are two in particular that stand in my mind at the moment. When La Cadessa and Roma are two areas that a lot of expats uh, flock to. These areas are bustling with bars and restaurants and just so many shops and boutiques and all of this stuff. Now, those specifically, I would say because of the expat community moving into these neighborhoods become slightly touristy, right? But if that's your thing, that's your thing. It's a great area to go grab a drink with friends, have some food at the restaurant, and just kick back and enjoy the neighborhoods. Now, let's talk about transportation in Mexico City. I've done a lot of videos and I've done posted a lot of photos about the metro system. The metro system had a bad rap about 10 years ago with men groping and or soliciting women, you know, advances or whatever. I'm not doubting that at all because there is a machismo kind of personality that some men have, right? And that happens in a lot of major cities on the subway. Mexico City did something to try to revive it. And the first couple of carts on the train are female-only carts. They're for women and children and also the elderly. So not everybody can just ride on the first couple of carts. So you have a sense of like peace in a way. And then they have some buses that are female-only. These buses are draped in pink. 
They're for women and children and also the elderly. And I believe they run, I can't really quote this, but I believe they run either in the mornings and in the evenings, like the rush hour times. That's the only time I've ever caught the buses. But honestly, how dope is that? I mean, Mexico City is not the only city that has done this before. But I'll tell you one thing, they do not do this in the States. The metro system is hella efficient. I don't think I've ever waited more than two minutes for a train to arrive, A. B, they have the female-only carts. And C, as you're going to the metro, a lot of the stations have little mini museums. The station by my home currently is decked out in music. There's even a piano that's in the station for patrons of any walk of life to come and play the piano. And there's been plenty of times that I stopped and just listened to somebody play a beautiful song on the public piano in the metro station. Also, the walls, the ceilings, and the floors are decked out in music notes. There are pictures of composers, Mexican composers and artists, and there's just so much culture and history. It's like a real life, (laughs) I can't even explain it, it's like a real life museum, seriously. Another metro station shows a planetarium. I mean, it's all about the solar system. And when you walk through this little tunnel area, it's dark and when you look up it lights up and it shows the constellations how dope is that i went to a metro station that was decked out in mexican cartoonists and there were cartoons everywhere and it was just gorgeous it was so vivid and bright anywho i just was like blown away if i could read spanish i would spend hours in the metro station learning about mexican culture it's dope All right, so another piece of transportation that is just mind-blowing to me is Uber. Uber in Mexico City is the most efficient thing I've ever seen. If you're not ready for your Uber within 30 seconds, don't call them. Anytime that I've called an Uber, my driver was out front of my door in one minute or less. I think the only time I waited for an Uber longer than five minutes was during a rainstorm. And I was straight aggravated because I couldn't believe how long it was taking. (laughs) That was actually me being spoiled. And it's super inexpensive. The metro train is five pesos, which is equivalent to about 25 cents USD. The Ubers, I think the most expensive Uber I've ever paid for was approximately six bucks. And that was a good 45 minute ride. So the Uber is a hella inexpensive. I will say this. My first week or two, I didn't know how to ride the Metro, so I did Uber everywhere. It's a dollar, two dollars, you know, I didn't care. But when I looked at my bank statement, oh my gosh, I had taken so many Ubers. It adds up, that shit adds up. So just be mindful of the amount of time you're spending in Ubers. Once I learned how to take the Metro, it was easy peasy and smooth sailing from there. All right, so we talked about the transit system. We talked about some of the parks in the neighborhoods. Let's talk about one of my favorite topics, the food. Mexican food, to be honest, has never been one of my top three cuisines that I would say is my favorite. However, what I do appreciate is the level of pride that Mexicans put into their food. Once I learned a little bit more behind how foods are made, I had much more appreciation and the food to me tastes that much better. Mexican food has been very good here. However, 
is not the best for my figure because they are heavy meat eaters. And I don't speak Spanish, so it's hard for me to order stuff because I don't know what's in it. I used my Google Translate one time to look over a menu and I seen brain on the menu. And I was like, oh, hell to the nah. I am not eating brain, but you know, to each their own. Once I talk to people who have been here, they're like, listen, order the food, eat it. If you like it, like it. If you don't, hey, whatever. They are not putting any part of that animal to waste. Do you understand? There are sheep tacos and there are, but I can't say anything because I eat curry goat, right? So who am I to judge? There are carnitas that have almost every part of the pig in, in it, but it doesn't matter. If you don't like meat or pork, don't eat it. But it's plentiful here, I'll just say that. <laughs> here in Mexico, tacos are everywhere. And there's so many different kinds that you could eat tacos for a whole six months and maybe not have the same taco. I don't know. But I will say this. Netflix has a series called Taco Chronicles. And can I tell you, I am on my own taco journey because of this series. Be on the lookout for my Taco Chronicles based on Netflix series. All right, the food. Now, if you're not big on Mexican food like me, there are so many other options. When I tell you Mexico has everything, it has everything. I mean, if I wanted breakfast and I didn't want to cook, I can go to IHOP. I can go to P.F. Chang's or Cheesecake Factory. I can go to Chili's or I can go to Friday's and get some wings. My favorite Jack Daniel wings. Mm, mm, mm. I can go to Olive Garden and have an unlimited salad and breadsticks. I can go pretty much anywhere. There's Japanese, Chinese. I must say though, I have not seen any Indian restaurants. However, I have not been on the look for them either. So I will check that out. There is plenty of food to go around. So if Mexican food isn't your thing and you're in Mexico, hey, eat something else. There's plenty in Mexico City to eat. And drinks. Now we know, drinks in the States, I'm from the DMV area, so a simple cocktail might cost about 12 US dollars. Well, in Mexico City, a drink is about five, and that's about average, five to six bucks for a nice craft cocktail. So an average meal may cost you approximately 10 US dollars let's say for dinner. I think the most I've spent on a meal was 50. And that was for a four star, you know, seafood restaurant that the drinks were probably like $12 a piece. And I had two. So out of that 50, 25 of that was alcoholic beverages. Okay. So <laughs> I must say that on food, you'll probably spend no more than about 20 to $25 per meal if, you, if you're eating at restaurants. Now, street food is a whole different ball game. You can eat on the street for little to nothing, $2 for a taco, $5 for a whole meal. It all depends on what's, what's your palate hitting right at that moment. I haven't done that much street food yet because I don't know the language. But once I get it popping, I'm going to definitely keep you posted on all the street stalls that I hit up in Mexico City, okay? So, recap. We've done neighborhoods and parks. We've done transportation, metro, and Uber. Talked a little bit about the food. What else about Mexico City can I say? It's freaking amazing, guys, okay? I know the States paints Mexico out to be some sort of narco war zone flooded with immigrants that are trying to flood out of Mexico and get into America. Totally false 
That is not Mexico. Mexico is freaking huge, number one, huge. And Mexico City is whoa, I didn't even realize how big this place is. I don't even think I knew much about Mexico City until I landed here. And even then, I had no intentions on being here for a whole month. I thought I'll just drop in, see if I like it, and I fell in love with the place immediately. Just so many things to see and do, and it's vibrant. The people are friendly. I've had so many conversations with seniors that they are just so proud of the fact that they can even speak a little bit of English. They'll tell me about the time that they spent time in the States or they'll smile and they talk about their grandchild that's in the States working at some company or going to school. They're just such proud people and they just welcome you with open arms. I mean, I've never been to a place that really had a sense of community. It's just amazing. I've been to restaurants and I would stop and I would just look around and I would see families just talking, laughing, and enjoying their time at the dinner table. No phones, no selfies, no nothing. Just really having authentic, personal time with their friends and family. When was the last time you seen that? Seriously. Now, let's get into something really quick I'm going to tell you. Sundays in Mexico are the business, okay? The Sabbath is the day to get out and explore and enjoy the city. There are plenty of free museums. There are plenty of parks to hit up. And the city shuts down, I think, I don't know, two or three, maybe even more, major roads for people to ride their bikes, jog, skate, walk their dogs, whatever they want to do, the city just opens up and people are out enjoying the time outside. It is a wonderfully beautiful sight. Oh my goodness. I spent a whole afternoon on a Sunday doing absolutely nothing but museum hopping, walking around, smiling and smelling the roses. And it was all for free 99 All I did was pack myself a couple of snacks and then I took myself out for a taco, which maybe cost me about two bucks or so. And I just enjoyed my time outdoors. It was amazing, guys. I get my steps in, all right? With that said, I encourage you all to take a trip to Mexico City, even if it's for a long weekend. It's not too far. You can catch a quick five-hour flight, depending on where you're coming from. And if you come at the right times, the flights might be even under $200 round trip, depending on where you're coming from. But with that said, Mexico City is definitely now on the top five places that I would recommend someone to visit. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you listening to my first impressions of Mexico City. And make sure to swing over to my Patreon, hit that subscribe button and help a sister out. I want to continue to do this and share it with all of the world. All right, till next time, talk to you soon. Peace.